How are you this week? I'm doing well, sir. How are you today, Pete? I am all right. I actually contemplated ending our segments with uh, asking you, like, how you think the Panthers were going to do, and I'm kind of glad now that I, I have not. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of kind of had kind of some rough, some rough games here lately. Yeah, uh, been a little tough. Yeah, one of the, it, that, that that New York game that was that was pretty ugly there. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, New York is really really good, right? They're like they got like one win this season, so. That's... Exactly. Yeah. What, what were they? One and uh, <laughs> one and three, I guess. Now two and three. I, I, uh... Yeah, they're better than us. I think. No, they're not actually by record. But um, yeah, it's not get. It's uh, well, we hope they get. I guess better. we're now what three and four. This is a uh, week seven. Three yeah, and be four. Three and four right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm not optimistic, but we shall see. We shall see. Uh, now, are, is there reason to be optimistic about the budget? Now, that's a segue. That's a professional segue right there. I should just warn the audience, don't try that good. at I'm home. i start taking notes on these kinds of things. That was sharp. Uh, well, well, we're, uh, I guess we're, we're, we're playing a little better than the Panthers right now. Right? Oh, there on you the go. Uh, and by the way, I am a Panthers fan. Right. I'm not throwing any shade there at all. I want to see us win every game. Um, I'll tell you where we are on the, uh, on the budget. We've, uh, we've had some great conversations uh, with, the, uh, with, with the Democrats and with the governor, and, and I've just made it clear with, uh, with where our caucus is that we – are going to insist on a budget that lowers taxes, that cuts regulation, that protects individual liberty, uh, and and that does not, you know, unless we can be convinced of some way that it works and it's not an entitlement, expand any kind of uh, Medicaid or anything. So we've that's where we are. We've been uh, we, we've been solid on that, and we just need to get on past this. There's there's billions of dollars, Pete, billions of dollars in federal money and in state money that needs to be put to worthy things like repairing bridges, like upgrading our schools, uh, upgrading other facilities in the state, investing in broadband, water, sewer, that needs to happen. And none of that stuff should be held hostage over this Medicaid expansion that, that the governor continues to push. Uh, we just can't do that. We need to get these funds out there. The taxpayers of this state pay taxes, and they deserve and expect to see those dollars Get turned around and put back into something that's uh, that's meaningful, not wasted, but put into something that actually uh, helps folks in their daily lives. So I, I saw McGuire Woods Consulting put out a, an update uh, on the budget negotiations, saying that legislative leaders sent a budget counter offer to Governor Cooper on Tuesday. Latest negotiations uh, focused on raises for teachers and state employees, but not Medicaid expansion. Um, and uh, so where is this now in this uh, uh, offer, counteroffer process with uh, teacher pay raises and state employee pay raises? Uh, so, th- And that is a very accurate statement of it. It was sent not this past Tuesday, but the Tuesday before. Gotcha. Uh, and, we had, and we had a meeting uh, this past Friday with the governor at the governor's mansion and, and talked through it. And, and uh, what I'm saying on the radio is very consistent to what I said uh, there directly to the governor. And I also made it uh, known and very clear that if if the governor vetoes the budget, I have enough Democrats in the House who will vote to override the veto. Um, I think the Senate is, is concerned that they may not be there, although I, I'm kind of reading the tea leaves, and I think they're getting close themselves. But, but the House ha- fully has the votes to pass a very responsible budget that funds what needs to be funds, that gives the appropriate pay increases for our teachers and hardworking state employees, and also allows for tax and regulatory relief. 
Do you think that the governor uh, and uh, members of his party benefit more from having the issue for the campaign season of no teacher pay raises than they would to get teacher pay raises? Do you think that's part of their calculation? So there are those who believe that the governor and the Democrats sort of secretly don't want to see these pay increases happen so that they have it as an issue. Listen, that is not the way to govern. Uh, People's pay, the amount that people pay in taxes, these investments should not be used as some sort of you know, political football or try to be used to take an advantage of these. This is the, this is the people's money, as you know, Pete, and it needs to be spent in a wise way. And look, we, we're seeing inflation thanks to this, this president we have right now who's single handedly destroying our, our nation and our economy. But you know, we know we're going to have to give pay increases to keep up with the, with the doggone inflation that's happening because of uh, the, the macroeconomic policy or, or lack thereof. Yeah. At the national level. I mean, you don't believe that? You're not an economic student? Well, go to the gas station. See how much you pay for gas right now. Yeah. By the way, have you seen those stickers around that have the picture <laughs> of Joe Biden pointing to the thing that said, I did this? I need to find some of those. That's right. Well, listeners know where I can get them. You I can make them. You could probably make them if you got some downtime. I don't know, like on a weekend, do like, uh, like Zazzle.com or something. You can make those things yourself. Now, I don't know. You probably don't want to get busted slapping stickers on, you know, gas pumps around the state, you know, around Shelby. You'd probably be fine. But, like, you start going up to Raleigh, like, somebody catches you on video. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, for, fortunately, uh, our region of the state is uh, not quite as woke as up here in the uh, – uh, up up here in the, the the baby swamp, as I call it. The so uh, we, we we it's a yeah, it's not really a swamp. It's more like just kind of a little puddle, I guess. A bog. Yeah, we're gonna have to it's come up bog. with. <laughs> it's a bog. There's you know there's a you know there's a you know you, you go through the bog, you might see like a shrek or something running around. But anyway, yeah. you know it, it's 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 one of those things where you know, we joke about it on one hand, but in reality, I mean this is you just shake your head in disbelief. Where we are just a little over a year and a half later with President Trump not being in office, look at the difference. Look at how, I mean, you go to buy, I like bacon. You look at me and tell I like to eat, right? I go to eat <laughs> Everybody bacon. likes well, bacon. Like, Everyone does, right? Come on. <laughs> it was almost like $10 a pack. Oh, my God. I mean, that's, that, that's crazy. So, you know, you imagine somebody that's on a fixed income or somebody that's struggling to get by that's trying to go to the grocery store and buy groceries, trying to buy gas. Yeah. I mean, these failed policies are making that happen. And I'll tell you. I think a lot of folks who, who maybe just you know they were mad about mean tweets or whatever, they're having a lot of buyer's regret on mm-hmm. this presidential race, and I think you're going to see a huge Republican wave in this next election. So I saw a stat, right? The inflation uh, somewhere in around five point four percent or something, and if I remember correctly, like that doesn't even include fuel and food or something. Um, so essentially, right. if unless you get a five percent or five point four percent pay raise this year everyone's getting a, a pay cut, right? You're, you you have less value for your dollar now. Right. You're going backwards. And, yeah. and that's and that's what's sad. And, you know, it's amazing how Democrats always like to talk about how they want to stick it to the rich. Let me tell you something. When you're causing gas to go up, when you're causing food and necessities to go up, you're sticking it to those who can least afford it. And that's, what exa- that's exactly what kind of policies that we've been seeing uh, out of Washington. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I saw the Emergency Management Act uh, that that got passed through. Right, it's headed over to the governor now, and you've got the election integrity bill heading down as well. Uh, what are the updates on those? Uh, I'm assuming the EMA Governor Cooper's not going to go along with that. 
I, I, I you know, I, I hope he'll sign them, but I'm not foolish to think that he will. Uh, that look, that the no one person, Governor Cooper or nobody else, no one governor should have the kind of authority that our governor has exercised during this never-ending state of emergency that has restricted commerce, even tried to restrict your ability to go to church, has forced all these mandates on folks. It's just not right. I mean, I, I'm, for, I'm for public health. I'm for making sure that we're safe. But these guys have crossed the line. I mean, the, this, the, I mean this sham that uh, President Biden tried with this so-called executive order to force uh, vaccinations on everybody, look, I was vaccinated. I think it's a good thing to do. But you know what, Pete? I think it ought to be a person's choice if they get vaccinated. Uh, but we're trying to rein in the governor every step we can. Uh, and it's not a partisan thing. I don't care who the governor is. No one person should have that much control over the lives of 10 million North Carolinians. It's just not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaker Tim Moore, always a pleasure. Thanks for your time. And um, if the legislative session ever does end, uh, you're welcome to come on in studio for any of these if you would like. I know you admit, well, you, thank you. you're going to have we're, to drive through. For how, we're, well, yeah, we're preparing for Halloween and Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hopefully we won't have to celebrate Christmas here. Though. We're holding out hope. Christmas at the bog. There you go with uh, Speaker <laughs> you Moore. Thanks, All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Let's have. 